In this episode of Locked On Capitals, the Washington Capitals have a lot of questions to answer this summer, most notably on the Caps' defense, as most of the players on the decor are slated to be free agents. Who is going to be the face of the Washington Capitals' defense in coming years? We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, that is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the Capitals' defense Peter Lavalette goes on to say that he was very happy last year uh, with the performance from the Caps defense, but there's many questions that need to, to be answered. Most notably that they most of the Caps decor is going to be available to be a free agent after next season. Who is going to be on this Caps team? We'll talk about that in the show. Then later in the show, we're going to talk about Darcy Kemper and, uh, you know, he is a Stanley Cup winner, but are there any things to be concerned about? And is Darcy Kemper enough for the Capitals to move on to later rounds in the playoffs or perhaps a Stanley Cup? All right, just to get it going here, we are going to talk about the Caps blue line and a lot of questions uh, that need to be answered. Uh, this was a story in NBC Sports Washington. They're talking about it, that the Capitals had a busy offseason shaking up their goalie tandem and bolstering their forward depth to compensate for injuries to a pair of key stars. One area that they hardly touched, however, was the blue line. The Caps retained five of its six uh, top defensemen, keeping both Martin Faravari, John Carlson, and Dmitry Orloff, Nick Jensen pairings intact. The team did sign veteran Eric Gustafson to a one-year deal, replacing the departed Justin Schultz opposite Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Yet, for the large part, their blue line will very much resemble the same group from a year ago with a few younger players making their case for the last few roster spots. And those few players that are looking to make their name on this team is going to be Lucas Johansson and Alex Alexiev. You know, like they're talking about there is that there are going to be a lot of big questions for the Capitals to answer after next season. Most notably, who is going to be on the blue line for your Washington Capitals? There are big names out there. The Nick Jensen. They are all slated to be free agents. Who, in fact, is going to be the face of this team? And then Martin Faravari. Um, is also going to be um, a restricted free agent. So the Capitals have a lot of uh, questions that they need to answer. 
I really like the way our D played last year. Head coach Peter Laviolette said at training camp Tuesday, there was a lot of stability with it. There was a lot of stability with the pairings, and I think they played very well together. You may as well get them back on the page and get them playing well again because we like what we had last year. So while there are some things that are set, there are certainly still some things that are up for grabs and guys are trying to make good impressions and make our team while the Capitals are carrying over most of their defensemen into the season, they will have to make decisions on the futures uh, when the year is up. Orloff, Jensen, Gustafson, and Van Riemsdyk are slated to hit free agency next summer, opening up $9.35 million in cap space, but leaving plenty of questions about the state of the blue line. So just looking at that list of players, the only player... Um, that it seems to be signed up uh, to be after that would be John Carlson. You know, the biggest name uh, on the Capitals as far as uh, D is concerned. And uh, they have him locked up. But, you know, John Carlson cannot cover all the uh, defense for the Washington Capitals. So there are going to be plenty of questions for the Capitals to answer. In addition, Faravari will be a restricted free agent. The 22-year-old Slovakian enjoyed a breakout season in 21-22, playing 79 games with 17 points in a team-high 251 hits. His eight goals were the most by a Capitals rookie defenseman since uh, Mikhail Tartanov had eight in the 90-91 season. It's a situation that GM Brian McClellan hopes he can motivate them heading into next season. And sometimes that is a good motivation is that, you know, hey, do you want a spot on this team next year uh, and years to come? Well, you're going to have to earn it because, you know, your contract is due at the end of the season. And then we're going to decide, are we in fact going to keep you on this team or are we going to move on to a different player? Are we going to see the likes of a Lucas Johansson move up? Are we going to see an Alex Alexiev uh, find a role on this team? We often talk about how this team is getting older and older, so it would only stand a reason that they are going to integrate some of these younger players in there. Is Lucas and Alex going to be the guys that will fill that role? I guess that remains to be seen. Um, you know, if you take a look at Lucas Johansson, he seems to always be bit by the injury bug. And Alex Alexiev had that procedure done that he's healing from, who's going to be out for the beginning of the season. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who they land on. I mean, they could also sign a player in free agency, of course. But, you know, I would like to think that they're going to bring some of those players back. Um, you know, most notably, I, I do like the way Jensen played. You know, when he first came to this team, there were a lot of question marks about him whether he was the right fit. Um, and then I would say that last year was kind of a breakout year for him. And then, of course, Dmitry Orloff, uh, if you saw the videos on WashingtonCapitals.com, they were doing um, an interview with uh, TJ Oshie or a presser with TJ Oshie, and they were talking uh, about um, his locker mate or you know someone that has a locker next to him is Dmitry Orloff. And he spoke glowingly of him and talked about what a great uh, player he is and he brings a lot to the game. So just, you know, I don't think that, you know, the Capitals need to tear it down to the studs and start all over again. I don't think that that's the right idea, but I do think that it's only natural that, you know, if there are some players that didn't live up to expectation or perhaps they're asking for too much money, then I think that, you know, there's a pretty good chance the Caps may move on from them. So, 
there are a lot of questions and I think a lot will play out this year just based on performance. You know, how are these players playing out on the ice and how much are they looking to get? Uh, Cause you know, if you think about it, if they have a really breakout season, then it would only stand to reason that they're looking for a raise. And is that raise worth it for the caps? Do they want to pay them that additional money? You know, of course, unless Dmitry Orloff or Jensen or uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, if they have a really poor season, then of course I would say they're expendable. But from the play I saw from them last year, um, I don't really think that that is the case. Um, and if you take a look at the Caps last season, I think their defense was pretty sound. Um, you know, they had some inconsistent net minding, and I don't think, you know, that the Caps defense, you know, I know that they bear a, a portion of the blame for that, but they don't uh, bear all of the blame for uh, Ilya and Vitek. But um Again, it's just going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. There are many questions uh, that still need to be answered. All right, so after the break here, we're going to continue to talk about the Washington Capitals and what they have and what are their plans at defense. We'll talk about Eric Gustafson, a new addition to the team, a defenseman on a one-year deal. And then to close out the show, we're going to talk about Darcy Kemper. And is Darcy Kemper enough to take this Caps team past the first round in a big push into the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-date minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And guys, now that the NFL is going at full steam and the NHL will be starting the regular season soon, Bet Online is the perfect place for all your betting needs. So go to Bet Online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the Caps blue line and the many questions that abound on who, in fact, is going to play um, on this team. And, uh, you know, just taking a look at it, you know, for so many years, it was just... It was a team where it seemed like, you know, there was not a lot of things changing. And it seems like, you know, that they went along and kind of did what they did best. And, you know, you have the likes of John Carlson and Jensen and Van Riemsdyk. And they all just seemed to hum along so well. But now there are a lot of questions. John Carlson is the only one under contract. Um, and then after that season, there's questions. There's a restricted free agent in Martin Faravari, but there are a lot of questions. Um, and then there was this article in Nova Caps. They're talking about it, and they were saying that on Tuesday, the Caps de defenseman Eric Gustafson spoke to the media following practice. He discussed getting acquainted on the ice under a new defense system and feeling welcome in Washington. After a week of practices and playing alongside a fellow blue liner, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Gustafson said, it feels good. I knew him since Chicago. He's a very good player. The two played together a little bit, not too often during their tenures with the Blackhawks. Gustafson noted he felt good on the power play and moved the puck well in Sunday's 4-3 overtime preseason loss to the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, Gustafson, I think, is going to be a really good uh, replacement um, out there. And if you take a look, 
um, at what he has in the tank. I, you know, they kind of gave him almost like a prove me deal, kind of signing a one-year deal uh, with the Capitals to kind of just say, well, let's see what we have in you. And then we're going to kind of weigh all of our options uh, in the off season. The 30 year old Swede is continuing to get acquainted with a caps defense system. I got a couple of videos right off when I signed here from the defense coach Gustafson said, I've been looking over some clips a lot. It's a little different when you're on the ice, but I'm getting there and some small stuff I have to learn. That's what these preseason games are for. But in practice wise, I feel confident. And, you know, you don't want to put too much weight uh, in these preseason games. You really don't. But at the same time, you can kind of gauge uh, talent. You can gauge some of the younger players. You can kind of get some line pairings going together. You can get or lines together. You can get some D pairings and kind of see what you have out on the ice and see what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't translate to the regular season, but sometimes it does. And that's why these games are important on what he can bring to the team. Gustafson said, I have to play a solid game, just be on the right side, play hard. And when I get the puck, I think I can manage the puck and play the first pass from our zone. Well, and join the rush as much as I can. They like the defense to follow up here. And that's what I like. And that's what I can bring to this team, chip in some offense and try to hold on to the puck and create some scoring chances. And that's all we're really looking for from Gustafson. You know, if he can do that, on a consistent basis all season, then I think that he was the right guy for the job um, to fill in and, and just help get this, uh, solidify this um, Caps decor, which overall plays pretty well. But, you know, there were some questions out there last year, but, you know, I don't think that there were a lot of, of problems, you know, with the Caps defense in general. But, you know, I do think he will be a good addition to the team. Defenseman John Carlson sits to the left of Gustafson in the locker room, and Gustafson said it helps a lot having the Capitals veteran with getting comfortable and accustomed in Washington. When I came to Chicago, I had Duncan Keith, and Carlson's the same way, talks a lot and trying to help me out as much as he can, and always a great guy in the locker room. You hear him a lot, so it's nice to have him close. I can ask him whatever I want, even on the ice and stuff like that, so it's good to have him. And that's that leadership quality of John Carlson and just, you know, a really good uh, personal trait and a good player trait is just, you know, if you if you sense any um, discomfort or, you know, you sense that one of your fellow teammates isn't quite understanding something that you make yourself available to answer those questions. So I think that's good on John Carlson, you know, to be that veteran voice out there to say, hey, you know, I got you. If you got any questions, um, I can help answer those questions for you. Um, it's a little different from the downtown rush. I lived in Chicago, so I like this more. I can tell you that having three kids, I rented a house here too. So it's nice to have a backyard to let the kids go out in the backyard. Gustafson said has a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. On the team, Gustafson said, it's great adding. I know a bunch of Swedish guys first when I came here, but all the other guys have been great to me ever since. I came over here. It's a great group of guys in the locker room. It was hard to play against this team even last year, so it's nice to be here. And, you know, you got to think that, you know, him wanting to get out of Chicago is no real surprise. Uh, it seems like there is just... Um, uh, there's not a real good sense of direction for that Blackhawks team. There was some really questionable moves uh, in the offseason. It almost appeared, you know, were they trying to tank on purpose next season? Um, I don't know if that's the case or not, but it just seems like who's ever in charge for the Blackhawks, you know, has some questionable judgment, shall we say. 
They have a great group and they know how to win. And that's what we want to do, right? Gustafson said they like the defense to join the rush and that's where I can bring them to. That's what I want to bring. So that's kind of the reason why I wanted to, to sign here. It's a great group and a great place to live to. Gustafson and the Capitals are back in preseason on Wednesday night. And um, they're going to be playing the Flyers. And you expect to see some different players out there than there was, of course, in the previous night. There may be some other ones, but I do think you'll see some different netminders out there. Uh, perhaps either um, you might you might see Fukale and or Shepard again, but you also might see uh, Lindgren or possibly Darcy Kemper. I, I kind of tend to think that Darcy might might not be more towards the end of um, these preseason games, but I guess it remains to be seen. I'm not one of the coaches. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Darcy Kemper. And is he enough to take this Capitals team over the top? We'll talk about that after the break. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, in this next segment, we are going to talk about Darcy Kemper. And, uh, you know, he, of course, he's a big name out there in the Capitals, you know, and Brian McClellan really swung for the fences and connected by signing the biggest name free agent goalie on the market in Darcy Kemper. And, um, you know, the question remains is that, is it enough? You know, you can kind of flash that title of, hey, I'm a Stanley Cup winning goaltender. Yeah, we'll take that to the bank and see if you can cash it. I mean, it's a good thing that they have him and his numbers are really great. But at the end of the day, is Darcy Kemper enough to take this Caps team over the top? That is a big question out there. You know, what we know for sure is that Brian McClellan and everyone in the Caps organization thought it was enough. With Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov, they saw what they had in them the last two seasons, and they said, you know what, we're going to move on from that. That is enough. And, um, you know, I, again, I'm kind of surprised that they did it to a certain extent. It just seemed like they would have hung on to one of those goalies, or, you know, especially Ilya Samsonov, who was drafted a bit higher. I almost thought that they were going to hang on to him and, you know, let's give him one more shot. But, you know, A-plus marks for uh, to Brian McClellan for, you know, looking at the situation, assessing it and going, you know what, we're moving on from that. We we, we don't need that anymore um, out on the ice. This was um, from Tarek Elbashir in The Athletic. Will Darcy Kemper play well enough in Washington to repeat as an elite fantasy goaltender? Sure, Kemper put up impressive numbers last season, a .921 save percentage and a 2.54 goals against average, 37 wins and five shutouts while playing for the Stanley Cup champion Avalanche. But he was also a top-rated goaltender while suiting up for some undermanned Coyotes teams from 2018 to 2021. So it's probably safe to say it's not the abs that made him a great fantasy option. It's his talent in Washington. The six foot five, 250 pounder will back up a veteran laden team. That's better defensively than it receives credit for yielding the fifth fewest shots on average in 2021, 22. My only concern is Kemper's health. He's missed time over the years due to injury. And at 32, he's no spring chicken. And, you know, they did sign him to that five-year deal. Is he going to play out uh, the duration of that contract in Washington? I guess it remains to be seen. It almost seems to me like they wanted to 
X that off the list. You know, they they have Alex Ovechkin here for the next four years. Um, you know, he's under contract for the next four years. And it just seems to me that they wanted to eliminate one of the problems that has been a problem for this Caps team, you know, pretty much since uh, Braden Holpe left the team. So they solidified that position, you know, ostensibly with uh, Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. You know, Charlie Lindgren has done a really great job in preseason and at camps, but how is he going to do, you know, in a larger dose? You know, it's pretty safe to say that Darcy Kemper is going to carry the bulk of the mail for this Capitals team. But, you know, if there is a situation where, you know, injuries pop up with Darcy, you know, you can't overlook it. He has spent a considerable time on the injured list. So it would only stand to reason that he is, you know, there is a possibility that he could get injured again this season. And then you have to ask yourself the question, is Charlie Lindgren going to be up or Chuck Lindgren? Is he going to be up to the challenge of carrying a bulk the bulk of the mail for this Caps team in Darcy's absence? And I don't want to jinx anything and say that Darcy is in fact going to get injured, but I am a fan of statistics. And I do know that he has been injured quite a few times in his career. So it kind of draws into question if it, you know, is a possibility again. And of course, it's a possibility that any player could get injured. Don't get me wrong. It just seems that the injury bug bites other players more often than others. And uh, we really hope that uh, Darcy Kemper can stay on the right side and that he can maintain his health. And that, in fact, that if, if called upon, that Chuck Lingren is up to the task. Because, you know, if you take a look at Lingering, you know, he he doesn't have a ton of NHL experience. And I know that he had kind of a standout season with the Thunderbirds, uh, the St. Louis Blues AHL affiliate. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily always translate to the NHL. You know, I know he's hungry. He's one of those players that has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, you know, I think that he felt he was kind of pushed aside by the St. Louis Blues. And, you know, why didn't you sign me to a contract? And why didn't you give me my big shot on the Blues? So, Using that as fuel to kind of propel yourself to become a better player is always useful. But at the end of the day, is it going to be enough, you know, for, for the Capitals? And that's the above all and all, you know, I talked about in yesterday's episode that Ovi is more um, concerned about team goals than his own personal goals. And what are some of his, what is his biggest goal, of course, is to win another Stanley Cup before he retires, at least one. You know, I'm sure he'd like to win four more of them, but, you know, at least one, I guess I would say. And you're going to be able to do that, you know, you know, at least partially if you have really solid netminding. You know, I think that uh, if the Caps went into this next season and they had Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, then I think that you could have a lot more question marks out there as far as, you know, is it uh, attainable, you know? And if Brian McClellan didn't go out and address the situation of, you know, the player that's going to fill in for Tom Wilson and the player that's going to fill in for Nick Backstrom, then I think that you could have a lot of questions. But going into this next season, all we can do is hope and pray that Darcy can stay healthy. We hope that uh, Chuck Lindgren is a steady, solid backup netminder, and we hope that Connor Brown and Dylan Strom are up to the task of filling those huge shoes they have to fill, uh, because we know that you know Tom Wilson is a multi-dimensional player, and Nick Backstrom's resume speaks for itself. So there are you know some big shoes to fill, and let's really hope that this Capitals team um, is up for the job at hand. Because you know, like I say, we only got. Uh, four years left, you know, uh, contractually speaking uh, with um, Alex Ovechkin. So we hope uh, that these um, uh, players that we picked up 
are enough. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.